Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and those who cover the NBA on a daily basis. Hootie hoo! The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast presented by Seat Geek. I am Joe Cardosi, joined by Aaron Summers. Hello. Yes, Mr. Jim Eichenhofer is out, uh, I don't know, saving damsels gallivanting. in distress. Yeah, doing, doing general gallivanting. And so Aaron is in today. So glad to have her. Uh, Aaron, a lot has happened since the last time, especially since you co-hosted. And uh, here we are. We beat those dreaded Wizards. That felt good. No, it was good. Finally get that game there at Washington for the first time since January 1st, 2011. So you get that monkey off your back. Yes. You know, for whatever reason, they had just gotten us over the years. It's, I'm sure knew. Bradley Beal had a lot to do with yeah. that. I mean, there were some good guys there that were issues, but yes. we knew this was going to be a tough road stretch just because of the opponents. And so when you have those opportunities, games you're supposed to win, should win, you definitely have to take advantage of them. Yeah. And uh, we were all, we all held our breath when Herb Jones hit the ground. Mm-hmm. It reminded us of that Zion uh, injury where he hit the ground, had the hip contusion. Obviously Zion's a lot heavier than a Herb Jones. Uh, looks like he may have avoided serious injury, hopefully. Yeah, so when he left the game, he had played 13 minutes, and you know he fell very hard. We saw him walk down the tunnel, definitely did not come back. And it didn't seem intentional, you know, no. that he was trying to comfort him. It was just a hard foul. Yeah, and... You know, he was officially listed as a, a low back contusion, so we know how those go. They're very mm-hmm. ambiguous as far as, I guess it's a bruise. But bruise. It's a, it hurts, yeah, it basically, hurts. and it's hard. I mean, I, I could imagine it'd be hard to run around with well, your yeah, low back. You yeah, you get loose when you're bruised up. And then and the stuff. fact that you are on the road and you're traveling, sitting on an airplane, getting off, whatever. So he has been listed as doubtful coming into this game, which doesn't, Sound yeah. promising. And he's been going hard. Give Herb a break. You know, he deserves some time off to uh, to heal up. We're just glad that he's not seriously injured, and that's good news. Right. So I think he might miss this game, and then we'll see from there. Yeah, but again, not anything serious, and 
we have Dyson Daniels, right? The little Aussie ready to step in on the defensive side of things. Every now and then Dyson dazzles you with some, you know, offensive, you know, like Like, where have I seen that before? I'm like, "Mm." glad that Dyson may get a little more run. Uh, B.I. update, uh, it looks like he still hasn't practiced, so that's a bit of a bummer. We're hoping to get him back, but it seems like good news, trending upwards. Yeah, I mean, we've seen him now go a couple times, you know, through his warm-ups and everything before games. We've seen him out on the court shooting. Splashing him, by the way. Yeah, um, I've seen him running laps, so at least he's he's running on his Yeah, that, that's great. That toe. Um, and then this week, so it's he hasn't played since November 25th, and Coach Green said this week that – he thinks that he will start actually practicing with the team in a, a bigger capacity than he has. So that's good that's news. Great news. I mean, I know it's been extremely frustrating for Brandon. He's said it's been very hard not being on the court. And some of the same sentiments that Zion mm-hmm. expressed when we were able to talk to him at the end of the season, just seeing how much fun the team's having, seeing their winning you know, it's it's hard when you're not able to contribute and be a part of that. Absolutely, yeah. And I feel like New Orleanians are are a bit shell shocked. We get a bit trepidatious when a, when a player's sitting out for a while because we we dealt with Anthony Davis. But I think the difference is these guys want to be on the court. Absolutely. Anthony Davis did not. Uh, <laughs> Bi has only played 15 of 41 games since that. Black Friday that he got injured, uh, and it it has seemed like exactly that long. Bi, I I cannot wait to get him out there, and it seems like he he wants to be out there. And Zion, I think he's heard what everyone said about him being always injured, and there's a there's a there's a bit of an edge to him this season. You've seen yeah. angry Zion. Yeah, I think his pride is going to get him back on the floor the moment he can get back on the floor. I mean, he is absolutely not soft. You've seen him get hit and fouled and hit the court and. He gets right back up, ready to go. Even mm-hmm. when like he's disappointed in himself and his performance, you see a different fire in him this year. Yeah. Definitely wants to be there and playing. And so I, I can't imagine how tough this is for him to deal with something that's going to keep him off the court for a little bit longer. Um, yeah. You don't want to mess with hamstrings, especially with, with you have somebody as explosive as he is. Yes. I mean, he just goes from zero to like through the roof in a second. So you want him to get healthy. You want B.I. to get healthy because this isn't the stretch that matters. Yeah, and this is one of the toughest stretches that you're going to face. If you can sort of tread water here and then make your hay at the end of the season when we, everyone's healthy. Right. You want everybody healthy, developing that chemistry, fitting into their roles as the playoffs are approaching. And speaking of moving around, and guys, we're happy to see our own John DeShazer is back in the building. Uh, we go. were just going to call him. Like, I, I was expecting just to, you know, have a John DeShazer phone interview, but he is yeah. here. Don't be jealous. I, we actually get to see him in person, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, so let's get John DeShazer and talk about uh, the big win over the Wizards, tonight's game, and much more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Joining us on the Pelicans podcast, I could not have missed him more. Uh, I am so delighted to see him in person. The man, the myth, Mr. John DeShazer, how are you, man? It's great to see you. I'm doing well. It's great to be seen. Uh, I really, really feel like I've missed a whole lot. Even though I've been listening to games and watching games and all that stuff, but still when you're not in the mix, man, it's a totally different thing. So I hadn't had that adrenaline bump yeah. that I usually uh, ride when I'm going to games. So I can't wait to get back and see games in person face-to-face, so I'm really ready for that. Well, we've had callers calling in like, well, you know, what's up with J.D.? Maybe people (laughs) haven't been keeping up. They just think you just left and you've been gallivanting, (laughs) you know, partying, just forgot about your job. You had the Powerball and you left. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, we're we're looking forward to having you back uh, because callers have been like, man, we miss J.D. We miss you too, man. And uh, so it's great to see you. Uh, So even though you haven't been there, you've been watching the games. You've you've been aware of what the Pels have been doing. Uh, How about that win? Versus those dreaded wizards in the House of Horrors, huh? I did not realize that they had not won at the Wizards for that length of time. I think it was 2011. Yeah, January 1st, 20. And the Wizards have not been good teams from no. there. So it, that really that really shocked me. I know you only go in there once a year, but that really shocked me. But it was it was a huge win because you know you got your two principal guys who really needed to show up, CJ and Jonas, and they really showed up big. And then you Absolutely. get, you know, the Najee piece. But those two are the guys who have to hold the fort down because if you don't have Brandon Ingram and you don't have Zion Williamson, you need to be able to look at two guys or three guys and point at them and say, okay, I'm going to get 22 out of him. I'm going to get 20 out of him. I'm going to get X amount. You need to be able to write down on a piece of paper before the game exactly what you're going to get because you need to have those givens. Yes. You need to know what you're going to get. And then everybody else kind of fill in around. So it was good to see the big two in that game, CJ and Jonas, really come out like a big two. Yeah, speaking of people we missed, Aaron, you were one of the people we missed on that broadcast <laughs> uh, because uh, obviously Herb went down uh, with that uh, contusion, I guess we'll call it. And- <laughs> yes, it's a low back, right, low Right low back contusion. Yeah, I'm contusion. trying to figure out which yeah, order you're supposed to put things. To. That looked like a tailbone is what that Yeah, yeah he like. fell and on I mean, his butt really hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that hurt. Yeah, that was rough. And that was one of those where, like, I think all of us collectively held our breath and we're like, oh, no. And it was and one of those You watch him like, go down the tunnel and you're like, Instinctively, my I was like, where's dreams? Aaron? Where's Aaron with the update? <laughs> but unfortunately, you weren't there. Um, I mean, that, that was a scary moment. Luckily, it looks like Herb avoided serious injury. But you were watching that game as well. I mean, what, what, did, what, would, what did you see and, and how important was that game for you? Uh, you know, when that game looked like something on paper we should have won, but based on history, it was sort of a scary game. Yeah, and I think going into this game, the Pelicans approached it the right way. They made it a very big focus to establish Jonas inside. And CJ talked about it after the game that that's what they're going to have to do day in and day out if they don't have their top guys with B.I. and Zion, who they combined for almost 50 points a game. Yes. And the way that the Pelicans have been hit or miss from outside, you know that Jonas is going to deliver, whether it's getting the bucket or going to the line. And that's how he can contribute every day. You can get points there. So, yeah, after the game, CJ is like, we have to make sure no matter what else that Jonas is eating every game. And and we've missed that. I think the past couple games – 
We lost that against the Nets. Definitely did not have that against the Mavs. We went 0 for 11 from outside in the first quarter of that game, 5 of 29 overall. So when you're you're not hitting from outside, you got to go where you know that you're going to be able to get points. Especially, you know, when you're missing Zion's presence in the paint, uh, people forget how big and physical Jonas is, and, you know, he can body up some of those It might be that, like, Jonas had adjusted to playing with Zion, so he wasn't the main inside presence. And so now they're just kind of having to restructure things, so to speak, to make sure that, you know, they have that guy inside. Right. Uh, JD, I mean, you, you were talking about some of those guys that need to step up, and and to the Pels' credit and, and to that that depth credit, uh, you know, we've had some guys that have stepped up. Najee Marshall, it seems like every time he gets more minutes, he's he's creating a new career high for himself. And it's great to see him become a consistent scorer, which is not something I would have expected from Najee Marshall necessarily. Najee's going to do something. Now, is it always good? No. Yeah. But, <laughs> Najee, but Najee's going to do something. And, and the thing about him is he's aggressive. He plays downhill. He's going to the rim. So he's trying to do the right things all the time. Again, you know, it doesn't always work out great, but when you play that aggressive and you play that way all the time, more than likely it's going to work out for you. And if he makes a three or two, you know, that's kind of bonus for him. That's Lanyard. But he's going downhill. He's getting to the rim. He reminds me a lot of Josh Hart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's a one-man attack mode all the time, and he is a big, physical, rugged dude who – when he gets around, yeah. When he gets around the rim, he can he can absorb that contact and finish, yeah. and that's what you like to see about him. He is he's fearless. I mean, I I don't know if he'd actually fight. I don't know if it's smart to fight in the NBA nowadays. Right. Anyway, I know he's got heavy hands. Yeah, but he really he looks forward to confrontation. Yeah, he and doesn't I, look like your typical enforcer, but yeah. I don't know if I'd want to mess with Najee. And also, th- like Josh Hardy's funny too. Yeah, and I think the thing about that is, you know, opponents in the NBA do not like physical confrontation. Yeah. They don't like that kind of contact. They don't like a guy crawling under their skin and bothering mm. them all the time. And he's really good at that. So I, I love to see him in that mode because he can give you 2022, and it doesn't really look hard because he's a constantly attacking the basket. If he if he ever got all the officials' calls that he probably should get, yeah. he might get 10, 12 free throws a game because he's always in attack mode. And I think the team follows that. They need a guy who has that devil-may-care-I-don't-give-a-flip attitude, mm-hmm. who's always saying, I'm going, follow me if you want to, but I'm going. Yeah, And he's that guy. I think one of my favorite moments of the season so far, Aaron, was seeing uh, Najee Marshall on the floor smiling at the cameras <laughs> yeah. as he was getting up. That was the moment that cemented to me. I think I love this guy. It, Najee is great, and I think what's really stood out about him this season is how much more in control of his game he seems. Yeah. We know that he likes to barrel inside, but a lot of times he would lose his handle. He wouldn't make the finish. And so his ability to now finish the play, I think, has has you know grown leaps and bounds. He's making the right decisions, too. Obviously, we're seeing it with his passing. He said, um, in, the, he said yeah. in the huddle, he's the best passer in the NBA. He said it himself. Uh, so, I yeah. mean, who's going to challenge him? I mean, you know, <laughs> who's going to physically challenge him? Yeah, other than Zion, maybe, who's got some, uh, who's got some dimes uh, himself. Uh, speaking of, people who can slash the basket been looking good. It's been nice to see Kyra. Uh, back out there. I mean, mm-hmm. not not a lot. He hadn't been getting a ton of minutes, but he got a little run and scored almost a, a point a minute in in the the run he did get. He looked fast. He looked efficient. Uh, it looked like the Kyra that was highly drafted. Uh, it just felt good to see him. And 
And what did you see about uh, his minutes out there, J.D.? I think you called it correctly, perfectly. He looked like Kyra. Um, And the beauty is they didn't have to rush him back. Uh, This team is deep enough to where they didn't have to press him, hey, we need you to come back. He was able to rehab properly, take take the real needed amount of time. Had to go down to G League, get some minutes, get some run in him and get his legs under him. But to see him out there, being fearless because that's the thing you worry about when a guy comes off an ACL or any injury, you know, is his fearlessness still going to be there because he's going to need that. He he's a guy who relies on his speed and his athleticism. He needs to be able to slice and cut and get to the basket. Uh, He is not going to be a run around spot up three point shooter and be effective that way. He needs to be able to use that speed and that athleticism and to see him have it is really pleasing to see because I was wondering where they were going to be able to work him back in. Now, you got some injuries, so you're kind of able to Mm -hmm, get him back in a little bit now. But now he looks like, hey, if you have to go to him, he can give you positive minutes, and you can't have too many guards in the NBA. You just can't. Right, and and, and he looks like that spark. Uh, In that game that he came in, he was that spark that Jose – has been all season. You know, Jose was getting a little banged up in that game. It seems like he's taking an elbow to the face in every single mm-hmm. game. Between Jose and Jonas, one of them is bleeding. Well, the thing I love about Jose and Jonas is that, yes, they're going to go to battle. They're going to get hit. They're going to get beat up. And, you know, we've flown with the team before, and you see Jonas getting off the plane, and he's grumbling, and every step is he's, you know, lugging around, how my body, my body, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's yeah. going to get up and play the next day. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. it does not matter. You can always count on those guys, but having Kyra, I think this is another boost of energy off the bench whereas you used to have Brandon was playing and Devonte and now Jose has stepped up his minutes because of some injuries and he's starting a few games now and Scored so more now consistently, which is nice. Right. So now it's like, well, you need somebody else to kind of give him a break, right? Yeah. So you add in Kyra to come in, and it's a little different look, still kind of a little guy. Um, man, he's he's quick. He can get in and out down the lane. And what's interesting is we said that he looks like Kyra, but every player has said he's actually faster than what he was before the injury. Yeah, I remember Andrew Lopez saying that, actually. And, and in the beginning of the season, we did a podcast with you, J.D., where you said it was going to be a knife fight for minutes down the stretch but with Kyra and Jose. I think Jose has, of course, cemented himself as you know a fan favorite and stuff. But down the stretch, especially when you need to rotate uh, guards, I mean, it seems like Kyra is proving himself to be an effective rotational player. Yeah, when you want to change the pace of the game, mm-hmm. you can put him on the floor and you can up-tempo it. You can, you can guard the entire length of the court with him and Jose. They might be undersized, but they're still going to agitate opposing uh, players. And so, you know, he gives you that boost where, you know, he, he can change the pace of the game now. He, he really can help in that, in that direction. C.J. McCollum, uh, he was absolutely huge in that game versus the Wizards, four of eight for three, uh, six of six from the uh, free throw line. And it, it just seems like his, his presence has been cemented now when we needed it the most. You, 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 could, you needed him to actually be an offensive weapon, not just a behind-the-scenes you know, rah-rah, glue guy, you needed him to score, and he's been scoring. Certified bucket getter. That's that's my dude, man. I mean, you know, for eight consecutive NBA seasons, this man has averaged 20 points. That doesn't happen by accident. That's a dude who can put the ball in the hoop. So when he went through that early slump this season, and, you know, I understand, you know, people have impatience and that kind of thing, but people, you know, bench him and Shut up. (laughs) This man has done this before at a high level. 
And if he's not doing it at a high level, that's probably something wrong. And once he gets that corrected, which he did yes. and has, now he's playing at that level that you need him to play, especially when you have two stars out, you know, in Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. This dude has played with Dame, Dame Lillard in Portland, and Dame has been out. And he's gone on runs of where he's averaged 28, 30 points a game. He's been here before. This ain't new to him. He understands this, and he understands with those two guys out, his level has to rise because someone's going to have to fill that void when you're missing that much offensive production, yeah. and he's willing to do it. Coach Green was talking about it the other day. The The most valuable part of CJ is his experience in different areas and working through injury, working as the Robin to Dame, you know, working through being the leader, being the veteran to being a rookie, all the different situations. He's gone to the playoffs. He knows how to win games. You know, he has experience in every area that you would want a player to have that. And you can lean on him in any situation because of that for the fourth straight game, he's had over 25 points now. So he was sick. He had COVID. I would like to challenge anybody to get out there and run up and down a basketball court for 40 minutes after even getting a cold because it would not be yeah, fun. I, you know, I haven't had one in a while, and I still don't think I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. But the, he, he, he played through that. Obviously, COVID, he couldn't, but he played through the cold, and, and you definitely have seen him hit his rhythm, yeah. and it's been great. It's been much needed, obviously, without the other two. Yeah, we're going to need him tonight. Uh, we got a, a tough test. We are facing the, the dreaded. Boston Celtics. We've had this one, I think, circled on the. Why do you say dreaded? Have you been talking to Graf or something uh, today? Know, I'm just around Graf. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I listen to the <laughs> broadcast, and he's mentioned it uh, a few times. You know, between the House of Horrors that is the Washington Wizards, and then on to the Celtics, <laughs> uh, which might be a real House of Horrors. You look at the you know, Boston. Uh, they have a, a pretty good record at home there. Let me see here. Our own Jim Eichenhofer had some great stats on this. Got to give Jim a shout out. We miss you, Jimmy. Uh, his five things to know. Boston is 16 and five at home, 13 and four versus the West. Uh, Nola is eight and 11 on the road, nine and six versus the East. Uh, thanks again, Jim. Check out his five things to know. So a dangerous place to go, a dangerous team, but they've been had, JD. They've, they've been taken recently by some opponents you wouldn't think maybe would take them. OKC ran him out of the gym, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. simply ran him out of the gym. Now, you know, was there was there mentality there that night? I don't know. Maybe OKC just caught him on one of those nights. But I do know this. Jason Tatum's on a heater. He's uh, scored 25 or more. And I think, you know, 10, 12 straight or something like that. Jalen Brown's always a, a menace. Uh, Marcus Smart is one of my favorite players in the NBA. He, he's one of those guys who, if he's not on your team, you hate his guts. But if he was on your team, you would love him to death. Yes. Al Horford is the glue to that team, probably. And and they've just got a lot to like. Um, they play well together. We saw them here in the Smoothie King Center where they were a really, I think I think Willie Green or maybe, maybe I don't know who it was, maybe it was Brandon Ingram said they play connected, mm -hmm. which is a great description. Yeah. They understand one another. They understand ball movement. Um, they trust one another. And those things mean a lot when you're talking about a team that, aspires to be an NBA championship team. They've got the they've got the wherewithal to do it. They've got the players to do it. They've got the mentality to do it. They know who their stars are. Uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. No, those are their guys. Uh, Marcus Smart is their dirt guy. They know who he is. Uh, Al Horford can give you 18 to 20 on any, any given night. Vet, yeah. yeah, and then Grant Williams, guys like that. And now, and now uh, Derek White, who 
you know, we're in the heck. That, Derek, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Derek White, who's always been a decent player, but now yeah. all of a sudden he's stepped up a level where I didn't think he had. Right. And so, man, that, that team is dangerous. They came here and they made three after three after three after three. If you can get them on a night where they aren't making threes like that, then you can probably get them. But if if they're gonna make, what did they make in the first quarter here? Like seven or eight or whatever it was. Well, they made ridiculous. twenty in that game. It was it was crazy. Yeah, it, you hate one of those record setting nights versus the Pels. We've yeah. been through too many of those. Yeah, if they're gonna make, you know, if they're gonna make fifteen to twenty threes, man, it's gonna be tough to take them down. But if you can get them down to, you know, 12, 13, 11, you know, that means they're not shooting it that well, and and it's hard to guard them anyway. So they're gonna have to miss some for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you can get them in that area. You, you can probably get him. Yeah, now Marcus Smart is questionable tonight. Robert Williams III also questionable uh, for tonight, so that might help. Oh, that'd be fantastic if he's not playing. I, I don't wish ill on him, but that'd right. be fantastic. <laughs> okay, but everybody seems to be catching these breaks where, you know, Luca sits out the, yeah. you know, the game after us, or, you know, KD got injured the game after we played him. We need one of those breaks as well. Uh, what do you see looking forward to tonight, Aaron? Well, yeah, Marcus Smart didn't play in their last game against the Bulls, so he did sit out and then was upgraded from doubtful to questionable. So it looks like it's trending like he will play, but Robert Williams being added, um, he's still kind of rehabbing his knee injury and, and right. whatnot. So he started in place or got his first start um, against the Bulls this past game. So maybe he needs to sit down and rest a little bit, which would not. Yeah, be terrible. that'd be fine. Um, I, I don't know. Boston is so efficient. They're second in the league in scoring. And then they're they're not bad defensively. They're seventh in their defensive rating. But to JD's point and, and whoever it was that said it about them playing connected, they have one of the best turnover ratios. They, they don't turn the ball over. They are smart with the way that they pass the ball. And they really are very good from outside. So they're... Uh, the things that they do well are kind of opposite of the Pelicans, right? The Pelicans, yeah. they do they eat inside, and that's what they need to do. They need to establish that inside presence and not get distracted by the fact that the Celtics are going to score from outside. It was the same thing that we said going into the Nets game last Friday is the Nets are going to score. They're going to have guys that are going to yeah. get buckets, but you can't overreact to that. You have to st- stick within and play within your game. So hopefully it's a lot of JV inside, and then, you know, we work around from that. We're going to have to manufacture some offense because we scored 41 points off of turnovers against the Wizards. That's not going to happen uh, no. against Boston. No. They're just not going to be that sloppy <laughs> with the ball. Right. So who are you counting on in this game, J.D., to, to step up? You know, we obviously C.J., we got to hope that he stays consistent. I don't know what's up with Trey Murphy, but but him stepping up would be huge right now in this game. I mean, who, who are you looking to in this game to have a big one and, and really help the Pels pull this one out? It'd be nice if it was Trey, and I, and I think a lot of what Trey is experiencing is simply the NBA. Um, you do something well, and they make you figure out how to do something else well. Yeah. Uh, he is a three-point shooter, and you see his some of his threes are coming from deeper and deeper because you know the catch-and-shoot three isn't always there for him because teams are closing out harder on him, forcing him to put it on the floor. Now, he's capable of getting to the rim and punching it, and I like to see him do a little bit more of that. I like to see him be more aggressive from that standpoint. But they're just not teams aren't just going to let him stand around and catch and shoot because he's too good at it. So now you've got to make the adjustment from that. And I think it's affecting affecting him just a little bit, going through a little bit of a mini slump. And hopefully, you know, he'll he'll see a couple fall. But I think in lieu of that, you put it on the floor, you get to the rim, you create for yourself or your teammates Mm -hmm. because he's capable of doing that. He's shown he's capable of doing that as a rookie last year. 
all he could do was catch and shoot three. Yeah. That was it. He's been he was, a dunker this year. Yeah, he was a one-trick pony, and people figured that out, and they said, okay, we're going to close out on you. So now he goes to the rim a little bit harder. He's going to have to do a little bit more of that because he's going to be the guy. He doesn't have that luxury of having Big Z out there. He doesn't have that luxury of having Brandon Ingram out there. So now you go from, what, fourth or fifth option to maybe yeah. second a or third. Point. Yeah. yeah, to maybe second or third. And people are saying, okay, we're going to go out to CJ. We're going to have to deal with JV. Who's next? Trey. Okay, so now mm, yeah. he is a focal point, and people are looking at him differently, and so he's going to have to play a little bit differently, and I'd like to see him be a little bit more aggressive going to the rim. Absolutely, and, and Celtics are just one of those teams that I look at, and uh, in terms of team building, in terms of the patience that they had, in terms of the patience with injury they had, they're to me like a team that the Pelicans should look at as that's the model, you know, because – it's easy to to be in greats and, you know, we're third in the West right now and we're going to win it all. I'd love to win it all. That'd be great. But let's let's expect to knock on the door a little bit if we're going to be reasonable. And that's what the Celtics did for a bit. When they got Jason Tatum and they got Marcus Smart, I remember people thought they were going to come out gangbusters. And it took a bit. But now they are cemented as a legitimate force in the East. And to me, that's sort of the model that I look to as what we would like to be in the West. I, I don't know if I'm crazy on that one. No, no, no. People are crazy because <laughs> it's hard. It's hard, yeah. man. You just don't jump from the play-in and the eighth seed to the number one overall seed and win the championship. It's hard in the NBA. Yeah. It's difficult. You go through stages, and you've got to go through teams who are playoff-tested and hardened, who have won playoff series Plural. Yeah. Now, suddenly, you're talking about a team that won two games in the playoff series but didn't win the series, and you're, you're going to have to leapfrog those teams and beat those teams in the crucible of the playoffs when it's a seven-game series, ain't nobody fooling nobody. Right. So it, now it's, I got to do what I do better than you can stop it. You know exactly what I'm going to do. You scouted me, and I'm not hiding anything, but here's my guy. Here's Zion. Here's CJ, here's JV, stop him if you can. That's what the playoffs are. Mm -hmm. And so now people are expecting the Pels to go from the play-in to the number one seed, and it's like, come on, y'all, be be realistic. If you had told me before this season started the Pels would be 25 and 16 at the midpoint, I'd have said, sign me up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Give it to me. And give it's fun. <laughs> Especially, it fun. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, Especially and, how they have it at home. Yeah. And like, that's without anybody telling me Brandon Ingram was going to miss 30 games or whatever it is. Yes. And Zion was going to miss 10 or whatever. If you told me 25 and 16, I'd have said, give it to me and let's go. Yeah. So now everybody's looking at it like, well, 25, kind of turning up their noses. Like, what? are you kidding me? Yeah. Serious? This is the NBA. This thing is hard, man. Mm -hmm. You don't just jump that vastly yeah, Boston had to learn. Yeah, you see a lot of, you know, college football and maybe sometimes the NFL teams go from worst to first and you know, it's a great story. That don't happen in the NBA. It, yeah, it but, doesn't happen. Right. You know, it, those teams are on top for a reason. Especially with the parity now of yeah. all mm -hmm. the teams in the West. And then the Pels, and then the Pels got in the playoffs last year. So now the Pels don't get a chance to come in and la, 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 la and have a good time. And people are looking at the Pels saying, you're a measuring stick for us. We want to see how we measure against you. And the teams that were better than you last year are saying, we want to keep you in your place. <laughs> we don't yes. want you to have home court advantage. So now you're getting a lot of good ball from everybody. You don't get a whole lot of off nights if you're the Pelicans. Yeah, I feel like we saw that. We, you know, KD actually mentioned it, that they had it circled as a test game yeah. uh, for, the, for the Nets. And the Nets are one of the best teams in the NBA without question right now. 
to be that measuring stick for teams that good is very new to us. And I think we're going to have to learn to absorb some of the impact of those blows. I mean, it's been crazy, as J.D. mentioned, without B.I., without Zion for a lot of these games, for the Pelicans to still be doing as well as they are. It speaks to the depth that this team has. You mentioned it with Boston, the way that they built their team. I mean, we reeled off six or seven players you can be worried about on the Celtics team tonight. And that's going to be the case now for the Pelicans as well. This time without BI and Zion is actually helping players like Najee Marshall, Jose Alvarado continue to improve their game. They're getting scouted too. And yeah, but it's, you, you can't guard everybody. So when yeah. the guy, the big guys are back, it's, you're going to, be a huge problem for people but defensively I think for the most part they've been pretty solid I mean they're top five in the league and teams having to go against that is is a great measuring stick for can we still play our game can we still execute can we still have success against a team like this and that's what it's going to take for the the Pels tonight I mean they have to be locked in defensively absolutely and I believe in Willie Green to uh to rally the squad so let's hope for a W tonight JD Cannot express again how glad I am to see you again. We have missed you on these broadcasts and can't wait to have you back. Just just get well, and I'm just glad to see you wherever I can see you, man. Man, it is really good to be back around. I'm you know, going to take it slow, kind of segue back in a little bit and you know, massage it a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, it's just good to be back in the building right now, and, uh, and we'll take it from there. No, I'm – stoked because my office is right next to JD's and it's yeah. kind of like a neighborhood like my property value just increased because yes. he's back in the building next <laughs> yeah, to really me <laughs> I'm smarter you know people look at me a little bit different yeah. like I'm being more respected oh, because it's prime real moved estate. back in next door exactly <laughs> absolutely and and we will try to keep you with us uh, in in spirit I'll continue to be petty every chance I get JD that's my promise to you thanks for I need that us, I need the petty I need all the petty I can get oh I'll bring it <laughs> I got you man <laughs> Oh my goodness, huge thanks to John DeShazer. So good to see him. It's like seeing Santa Claus. Like, <laughs> you know, when, when dad's been on the road a while, ah, dad's home. Uh, it was just great to see John DeShazer and uh, can't wait to see more of him. Uh, continued good health to him, continued recovery. So glad to have him in studio when we can get him. Uh, tonight, here we go, Aaron. It is uh, us versus the dreaded, dreaded Boston Celtics. But our own Anthony Michael said it. Why not us Wednesday? You know, it's why not us why Wednesday. Why not us Wednesday? It is a 6.30 start, though. Definitely yeah. need to keep that in mind. Pre-game show starts at 6 o'clock. Yeah, 6 we'll o'clock pre-game in. on 99.5. Check it out. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. And you can also watch it on Bally Sports, of course. But we uh, selfishly would love for you to listen to uh, Gus Kattengell, myself, uh, Mr. Todd Graffini on the radio broadcast. But uh, it's going to be a fun one, and we just hope that we can uh, we can dazzle them, take one. If OKC can do it, I feel like we can do it. Yeah, I think we definitely can. I'm thinking it's going to be another big night from JV, CJ, and then I think Trey Murphy's he's going to break out. That's what I like to hear. I'd love to see him break the right. slump because we love Trey. If if anything, he does not lack for confidence. We know that about Trey Murphy. So you got to keep you've got to keep shooting through it, mm-hmm. and yep. hopefully those start falling tonight. Yeah, and he's got a little bit more in his arsenal. I want to see some Trey dunks. So looking forward to that tonight. Thank you so much for sitting in the chair uh, with with Jim out. Uh, great to have you in here. We are the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Jim will be in here next week. On Friday, Mr. Gus Kattengell himself will be in the uh, guest chair, and we'll have a special mystery guest, one of Gus's special contacts that he won't even tell me who it is. So see you then. Until then, 
Uh, go Pels! Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.